0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Official Gears Podcast, where we're talking about everything from mouse ears to butterbeers. It's Brian and Alan here. Uh, We want to thank you guys for joining us again as we jump into episode 57. Uh, And in this time, we're going to continue our new series talking about 50 of our favorite things at Disney World. How's it going today, Brian?
1: Uh, Things are doing well. The uh, kids started back to school this week, and um, we have started our countdown to Universal. So we're less than 60 days away, which means... Uh, Got to get in that uh, theme park shape. Uh, we're doing lots of walking um, and uh, cutting out the mellow yellows this week. So i uh, going to start dropping some weight so I can get around those parks without
0: dying. <laughs> it's October, <laughs> yeah, it's but it's still hot. Yeah, it's still going to be warm. It's still yeah. going to be warm. So lo- looking Are you forward doing to uh, any D of ropes. the Halloween festivities or no? Uh,
1: not this time. We've kind of talked about it, but um, I don't think we're going to. We may may not take a birthday trip for me sometime in December down there to do the Christmas party mm. after hours event and maybe do Sea World and something else while we're down there. So,
0: oh, nice! I, the Christmas party is fun.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. We didn't there. There wasn't a Christmas party last year when we went, but we loved going at Christmas. Um, yeah, we missed some of the decorations, uh, but you know, we'll, I'm sure they'll have some of the the newer stuff out that they didn't put out last year, and then we can do the Christmas party after hours event. And we're just yeah. gonna take it slow. We're not gonna do a whole Disney trip. We're saving that for spring break, but we are gonna try to maybe do uh, uh, Sea World and uh, maybe Busch
0: Gardens. We're not sure. We're, we're trying to figure out what we want to do, but. Since it's I have been to either of those there. parks in a long time and they're a lot of fun. Bush you Gardens know. has a lot of great roller coasters. SeaWorld's got some pretty good roller coasters.
1: Mandy said um, um, she wanted to try to do something special for my 40th. And I don't know why that, that doesn't seem like it's supposed to be a big one, but um, she's like, she thought <laughs> it's about a, throwing it's me a
0: milestone.
1: I Every guess. decade is a milestone. Why not? I, I should do Discovery
0: Cove. Oh, so we, we may go. we may great. do that. Yeah,
1: um, she talked about That'd trying to great surprise one. me for uh, like a party or something like that, and I was like, "Well, none of my friends live around her, They're all agents, and they're spread all over the country." So <laughs> she knows how to reach me. Well, and that she's like, "I may have to have Alan a call. book a secret chip. So, <laughs>
0: there you go. Give us, give me a call. Reach out. <laughs> and I was like, "But then we she, don't get the commission on it." <laughs> 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 so, but it's gonna be a nice surprise.
1: It would. It'd nice it surprise.
0: would be cool.
1: So, but yeah, fun. we um, we're we're ramping up for the fall like i said kids go uh, back to school and um i'm already ready for uh, the fall break trip like so we, we started to count down we're weighing abigail or not weighing her we're uh, measuring her every uh, couple of weeks she's right at that 48 inch mark which is perfect for universal so she can oh yeah much do yeah. everything except for the velocity uh coaster rip ride and the hulk coaster which i wouldn't let her do and even if she was tall enough so hulk is such a great ride though yeah it That's is. Fun. so but yeah, was as cool. you said, Alan, we um, we started a new series last week where we are highlighting 50 of our favorite things at the Walt Disney World Resort in honor of the 50th anniversary. And we talked about the Polynesian Resort, Ohana, the People Mover, uh, Rise of the Resistance, and the Disney Photo Pass service and why we love all of them so much. Um, so we're going actually going to be doing this all the way up until October 1st, which is the anniversary of Magic Kingdom. And so if you missed that one, uh, please go back and uh, check that one out and share it with your friends. For this episode, like I said, we're continuing on with our series, and we're going to be talking about our 50 favorite things about, uh, at the Walt Disney World each. Uh, week, we'll pick five of our favorite things at the Walt Disney World Resort and discuss why we like it so much. And again, this list is not in any particular order. Uh, we're going to have one resort, one restaurant, two attractions, and one miscellaneous item. That adds a little bit of extra magic. Like I said, we did the photo pass service last week. Um, this Amazing. week... Yeah, this week um, I-, I chose one that I feel like is a little overlooked that we're going to get to, um, but it's it's such a nice break, and we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. And again, we're going to finish this series on October first, so uh, lots of chances for you guys to agree with us, disagree with us, um, chime in, and uh, we're going to have lots of guests on throughout the series.
0: But um, excited. This to one's get into fun this already. Week. Yeah, I- I'm I'm liking this one already. It was kind of like our top our top 10 lists and things that we did. So, and like when we did the, um, the March Madness to kind of go back and think, okay, why do we like these things? What's so good about it? Whatever. And to, to kind of come back and say, all right, let's pick, you know, we're picking different things. So we're going to do this over several weeks. Mm-hmm. We're going to pick, you know, 10 different resorts, you know, 10 different tra- restaurants, things. Uh, it's really cool. And I'm like trying to find things that are not the obvious. Yes. So I, I got a couple different ones this time that I think Though I was going to go for one. I know it'll come up somewhere, but it was too obvious. for me. Well, yeah, point.
1: that's, so I was trying to think of, you know, we, well, we're going to hit this one. This is a big popular one. I don't want to do like real, po- all five of them, super popular items. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to bring in some things that are overlooked and, and often some people are, but ones like, we still enjoy a lot. Yeah. 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 It's just, if you have a short trip, you may miss this one. And, and a part of yeah. this is we want to make sure that you, you don't overlook it mm-hmm. because it's, it they are, I mean, everything is different at Disney and, and, uh, even the food—if you have Mickey-shaped food, for some reason mm-hmm. it tastes better. Um, the fireworks—you <laughs> may Disney, yeah, you may see a thousand fireworks shows; they're all different. Uh, but for some reason, it's just better at Disney. Parades are better at Disney. Um, you know, it's just sitting on a park bench sometimes can just be different at Disney because of the, the mm-hmm. atmosphere you're around. Mm-hmm. So, um, everything watching, at it's yeah. best. It's best. <laughs> people watching is very entertaining. Theme Disney. park people watching is the best, regardless, no matter where you're at, but. True, true. Yeah. Especially good at
0: Disney, so. Um, all right. So what's our first choice on this one? we got a resort choice first, right?
1: Yeah, I think let's. we're just going to start off with the resort choice first, uh, first every time because you've got to have somewhere to stay. And Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can do the ticket-only option, stay off property, but why would you do that when you have all these wonderful resorts that are on property, save you a mm-hmm. lot of time, and then all the other conveniences that we talk about all the time? Uh, But we're going to start with Port Orleans Riverside. And I know this is my favorite um, moderate resort. And I believe it's your favorite as well. Mm -hmm. Caribbean Beach is getting up there because of the Skyliner. But if you took the Skyliner away, it's Port Orleans Riverside,
0: hands down. Every time. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Once the Skyliner came in, the Caribbean Beach was a big change for me. But the theming and everything, I love Riverside. I'm super happy over there. Yeah. And so when you when you go on the disney website
1: you'll see two different port orleans websites or uh, resorts you have french quarter which is based off the new orleans uh, french quarter theme and then you have riverside which is more of your bayou type theme um you've got i'll just read it from the website it's from the stately white column mansions of magnolia bend to alligator bayous quaint backwoods cottages that just kind of tells you a little bit about what you're looking at. I mean, you're, you're, you're out of the city in new Orleans. Um, you're in the other parts of Louisiana, the backwoods, uh, with the elegant plantation feel. And, and I love plantations. Uh, any chance I'm somewhere in a city that's got a plantation, I always have to you know, just kind of drive by because they're so majestic and so beautiful. And mm-hmm. that's what Port Orleans Riverside reminds me of. Um, It's got some unique rooms that we're gonna talk about, but your standard rooms um, that you can book, you've got your um, double queen, you have a king, uh, you have a river view, woods view, um, your standard view, which is if you're parking a lot, pretty much pool view. And then you have one of, this is one of the resorts that has the uh, fifth sleeper option where they have the trundle bed that folds out of the TV cabinet. Um, not every resort has these rooms. And so if you have a party of five, then, or if you just have three adults, um, like Mike usually sleeps on the the fifth sleeper anytime you, me and Mike go somewhere. (laughs) Um, I mean, and they're not, they're not uncomfortable beds. Like you can sleep on them comfortably and, you know, get a good night's sleep. And and you really just wake up the next day energized, just like if you were sleeping in one of the other beds. So Again, Port Orleans Riverside has one of the, it's one of the few resorts that has the fifth sleeper option. And then if you have a little girl and want to do something a little special, you can request a royal guest room. And again, they have the standard view, river view, woods view, pool view, royal guest rooms. These are the ones that Alan and I, we, we've talked about before, where they have a little bit of theming to them. And I think they were the original theming rooms for uh, Walt Disney World. They've got the magic carpet from Aladdin on the floor uh, etched into the the carpet. They have the pictures above the beds that are from uh, Princess and the Frog. And the lights on these pictures actually kind of twinkle at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have uh, in the bathroom, they have a couple different pictures as well that... Um, Oh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Give a nod to, uh, some of our favorite Disney movies. So, um, it's kind of princess themed, but it doesn't scream princess to you. It's just more of a royal guest room, um, carved in the headboards, or I think it might be more of a, um, um, coat rack is Cinderella's carriage. Um, they had the little gold pillows on the beds that just make it feel more stately, um, one of the walls has all the different pictures, like I mentioned, of the princesses on it. So it is a very cute room, and it's if you have a princess fan, it is one that I would say you definitely have to stay in at one point.
0: Because um, Riverside, those, those awesome. headboards too. Not only do they like twinkle like stars, but they do occasionally have little fireworks displays that go off. Yes, I think you can do. push a button and make the fireworks go off. So that's kind of cool to see. And I mean, it's all fiber optic in the headboard, right? Yeah. So it's not real like fireworks banging and booming over your yeah. head, but uh, it's fire. It's, it's, fiber optic. It looks pretty cool. Um, it's just a, it's just an upscale version of it. But even, even the standard rooms, the standard rooms, the beds are like the headboards and the footboards are kind of like that old um, tree trunk and tree branch mm-hmm. um, style that I think is kind of nice. Um, It's very outdoorsy, kind of rustic, even walking around the grounds. You know, Florida and New Orleans have a lot of similar um, landscape and topography. So this whole area, they kind of left the nature part of it as much as possible. So you have these big things, of Spanish moss and things hanging out of the trees as you're out walking around the grounds. It's kind of cool. Um, It's just it's got a really great laid back, relaxed feel. I really enjoy that resort.
1: And it's not overly big either. You know, some of these resorts, you are really spread out. And this one is not that way. And French Quarter is actually even smaller when we get to that one. We'll talk about that. But uh, both of these resorts are pretty small. You do have bus stops outside each building. um, You don't have to walk to the main lobby to get to the bus stops. Uh, as far as dining options, you have boat dining hall, which is really good. Um, it's got a Bayou flair to it. You have your Riverside meal food court, which is their food court in there is actually pretty good. I like yeah. their food court. Yeah. It's got six different uh, stations to it, which I think is uh, a couple more than a lot of the other food court options. Um, you have yeah. a bar service river roost and then, uh, muddy rivers is another bar service. They actually, one of these bars, I can't remember which one it was actually has a, um, uh, where they have a live entertainment where a guy plays piano every night. And it's your uh, old uh, saloon type piano uh, medley.
0: Yeah. I think, unfortunately, he is not coming back.
1: I oh. Hope.
0: I hope. Yeah, because there was a whole big Facebook thing about him leaving. But I got to bring somebody so, else back in. Yeah, it was it was one of the best parts. Everybody used to go and see him. Um I think it was Piano Bob over there. He was so good, yeah. um, and I, I, people like used to just go over to the resort and hang out in the the lobby lounge mm. for him and his entertainment. Um, I hope he comes back. He, yeah. I hope that he was great. He was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really great resort. They have some really cool special things that they do normal times. I don't think they're back yet because of COVID. Yeah, um, but normally um, you can go and do a horse drawn carriage ride. Around the resort. As well, I was gonna say, I mean, we talk a lot about uh, rest days
1: and mm-hmm. they have a couple of great resort for rest days. They, it is. They have a couple of different pools. Um, one of them has kind of like a uh, not really a jungle the gym big pool but, is nice. Yeah. The, the big pool has kind of like not really a jungle gym, but more of like a play structure with a slide on it. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got the horse drawn carriages that you mentioned. They do the movies under the stars, campfire on the bayou. You can rent bikes. um, Two the two yeah, they wheel have bikes. Surrey
0: bikes. I'd say like,
1: that yeah, the two wheel bikes are the yeah. Surrey bikes, which is a four person mm-hmm. uh, bike that you know, like two people seat. yeah, the bench seats. Um and then you can also do some fishing excursions there. They have a jogging mm-hmm. trail, a couple
0: playgrounds, uh an arcade and um I guess they have two. I don't different know if they're doing so. it anymore. I'd have to check, but they it, there's a fishing hole there where you can actually go fishing with a bamboo mm. pole. Yeah, and it used to be if you caught something there, you could take it to the restaurant and they would cook it and serve it to you. Mm. I don't know if they're still doing that. It's an older thing. Uh, yeah, I don't, um, I don't know about but that one. I do fun. know,
1: yeah, Old Man Island is where you get the fishing poles and you pole. can do the um, the fishing. And uh, I've seen people do it. it. It looks like they're having a lot of fun. They have some hammocks also just randomly spread out yep. throughout the yep. the resort. Uh, it's a very laid back chill resort, like I said. So if you have a rest day, very there's still
0: back. plenty to do, but you're resting as well. So... I love it. And you have a transportation option from here. So not only do you have buses to the parks, but you can actually go um, over to the main lobby area and you can take water transportation right to Disney Springs from there. Yes. So if you wanted to go over and just, you know, have a relaxed day and take a boat over to the Springs and have lunch or a cocktail, do some shopping, take the boat back. Mm -hmm. Perfect place for that. And it's, it's, it's a five minute walk to French Quarter if you want to go over and get some beignets. As well. So they're kind of connected. The resorts yeah. are kind of connected. So,
1: yeah. So, I mean, I love it. It's my favorite moderate. Um, I'm so it's excited. Been it's been one of mine open. too. Uh, yeah. Time. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I really, I will probably end up staying there for our spring break trip, but I, I really want to push for one of the Epcot resorts. Um, we'll see. I don't know if I can get my in-laws and my sister to uh, fork up that much money, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. So, but yeah, we got our resort. Let's go ride some rides. <laughs> exactly. Go check it out. Oh, wait, we got to eat first.
0: That's what we're doing well, next. You, you, you've got the first gotta, restaurant. So we got to eat. Yeah. before. Yeah. So we got a place to stay when we go. We got a place to eat. So I went uh, a little off the beaten path this time. So I went to a restaurant that is not in the parks. Um, if you if you have never eaten here, I kind of feel like you've missed out a little bit. Um, so I went with the whispering Canyon cafe. Um, this is a restaurant. It's a table service restaurant that's over at the wilderness lodge. So, um, if you're staying at one of the, uh, the magic kingdom resort area places, you can take a boat over to magic Kingdom resort to the uh, wilderness lodge, or you can take a bus over there. Um, you know, but you can boat from the magic kingdom and things. Uh, it's a great little place off the lobby. Um, so if you, if you've ever gone in, it's just when you go into the left, you'll see, um, it's raised up a little bit, uh, this is a fun, fun little place to eat. And the food in there is actually one of my favorites. We were talking about it and I was like, oh, I've got to come up with a, a good one. It's like, oh yeah, we we do this on, um, a couple times with our family and it's, it's a lot of fun. So basically this is a um, kind of a Western-y themed, outdoorsy themed, um, all you can eat skillet buffet. So they bring th- your, your family style buffets to the skillet and they put them on a Lazy Susan. Um, there's a lot of different options you can get. Um, the waitstaff is kind of fun. They can be kind of sassy and they do some fun things. Um, we told, we were told they stopped harassing people as much, but I've still seen it going on. (laughs) So, um, they were kind of famous. Like if you ever asked for ketchup in the restaurant, the servers would stand in the dining room and scream, we need ketchup. And then they would bring like every bottle in the restaurant to your table. And then Uh, as the night went on the next table that asked for ketchup, you guys would all have to, you could keep one bottle, but you'd have to get up and run all the ketchup bottles to the next table. And then they would keep going around the restaurant for the night. So it was kind of entertaining. Um, they have little, um, wooden stick ponies and at certain points in the evening, they get all the kids out to do, um, stick pony races around the restaurant and, you know, they get everyone to twirl their napkin over their head. And, um, it's a fun little place to go eat. It's, it's got some good atmosphere. Uh, And the food is really good. Price ranges are anywhere from $15 to $35 per person. Um, So not one of the pricier places to eat for sure. They do offer breakfast, lunch, and dinner options. Um, So if you go for breakfast, there's a couple different choices in the skillets. So the standard is they have their buttermilk cheddar biscuits with sausage gravy and Mickey waffles. You can get scrambled eggs, country potatoes, hickory smoked bacon, pork sausage. Really, really good. Um, You can get a carnivore skillet, which is the same exact thing, but instead of the Mickey waffles and the country potatoes, they actually add in, um, uh, smoked ham and beef brisket instead of waffles and potatoes. So you can get all kinds of meats in that one. Um, they do offer a lighter side skillet too. So you can get like Swiss oatmeal, the muesli, um, fresh fruit and yogurt, uh, egg, white spinach frittatas, turkey, bacon, turkey sausage, country potatoes, and Mickey waffles. So the, all those breakfasts are about $22 a person. If you don't want to go that far, they do have different omelets and frittatas that you can order a la carte um, and some other options. You can just do waffles or a fruit plate or oatmeal or things. Um, you can get any, most of those items come as a side item. And then they do have the kid's meal um, skillets as well. So these are all brought to you in a big skillet. You want refills of anything, you just tell them we need more eggs, we need more sausage, whatever. Um, they bring them right out to you. It's really cool. Uh, when you go to lunch and dinner, um, it's it's kind of barbecue Western style food. Um, there's a couple of different uh, all you care to eat skillet choices. Again, most of it's going to be pretty meaty um, and this we really enjoyed. They're about $34 a person. Um, so the traditional skillet is going to be um, a mustard barbecue beef brisket, uh, maple chipotle pork ribs. It's slow smoke Slow smoked pulled pork, uh, citrus herb chicken, Western style sausage, smashed potatoes, buttered corn and sauteed green beans. The green beans were a hit with us. um, And so was the mashed potatoes. I don't know what the difference was with mashed potatoes, but I don't know how many (laughs) bowls of mashed potato my family went through. Um, It was really good. If you go for the land and sea, um, you can take out that beef brisket and uh, ribs and you can substitute in some uh, salmon to go with that and a portabella uh, mushroom and some barbecued cauliflower. So you could do some other options in there. Um, they do have a plant-based skillet as well. Uh, if you're not looking for the whole big skillet, they also have those main entrees so you can get like a char crusted New York strip. You can get a cedar plank salmon, um, and you can get some pan fire roasted quinoa cakes for those, um, plant-based options. So plant-based options at Disney have gotten a lot better. It's not just, you know, eggplant, everything, veggie, veggie, everything. They've done some really good jobs with, uh, changing out some of their plant-based options and really spicing that up a little bit. Some really cool choices. One of the big things here though is um, their specialty. They have a granny Smith apple pie a la mode for dessert. It is super, super popular. So if you're an apple pie person, it's that granny Smith kind of tart apple pie. Um, my family loved it. So make sure you check that out. Um, again, there's also a kid's skillet. There's some, you know, sides and other desserts and things you can get there as well. We really, really liked this one. And it just, the food was really good. There was nothing in there that we didn't like. Um, I did have a niece that went with us that was vegetarian. So they were really good about finding her. um, And this was a little while ago. So they were finding her mac and cheese and some other plant-based options um, before some of these really nice ones got there. Um, And they are willing to cook things for her, which was great. So. Um, that, that's a great thing too. When you go to some of the table service restaurants, if there's something on the menu, or if you have a really picky eater or somebody with, um, specific dietary issues, if you let them know, they are super accommodating, tell them what you like, and they can try and whip something together for you. They do a pretty good job. They do. always uh, keep that in mind. I, I like the wilderness
1: lodge just because it's, it's again, you know, it's a deluxe resort. So it's very laid back. Um, mm get so close to magic kingdom that if you just kind of want to get out for a little while um, you can go over there, you can get a good meal. You can, even the quick service over there was really good. Um, Yeah. Go check, check out the geyser. um, You know, just kind of enjoy it for a little while. You've got the storybook dining over there, which hopefully that comes back pretty soon as well.
0: Um, Yeah. You know, it's, it's got that whole outdoor area. You can go outside um, to geyser point. So they have this like restaurant lounge. It's not, it's more of a lounge outside, um, but they do have some snack bites and small food bites mm-hmm. and things. Um, but it's right out by the lake out back. Um, it's a great place to sit outside um, in the evenings. You can see the light pageant come by out there. Mm-hmm. That's another one of my favorite resorts. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably going to come up in our list. I'm, I'm, it's not there yet. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will too. <laughs> so, but it's will a lot more about it. You, you said it was off the beaten path,
1: but I mean, you know, it's at Winter's Lodge. It's it's the same distance and same trek as if you went to Chef Mickey's, Ohana, or over to the Grand yeah. Florian Cafe to get a meal. So, um,
0: yeah, it's pretty easily accessible from the parks. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so it's it's not special Magic far. Kingdom. Um, it's it's a it's a really great option if you want to get away and not eat, uh, in the parks, or, um, if you have an off day or the park is closed, you got a late dinner or something like that. Uh, it's, it's really good food. And I love the family style, uh, meat harvest that they've got going on over there.
0: So. And it's different, you know, because so many things at Disney is like burgers and pizza. And I mean, when you, when you're trying to eat with a family and people that are picky, um, you know, they had flame tree barbecue at animal kingdom and now we've got, um, uh, regal Eagle over Uh at Epcot. So we've got a couple barbecue places. This kind of fits in with that. So it's a different style than what you're going to get at many, many places um, around Disney world. So it's a great different type of menu item. And if you like hearty ribs and chicken and brisket and stuff like that, and it's really good. They do a great job smoking the stuff there. Yeah. Um, it's, we, we can't find a lot of really good barbecue here in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so come to the south. <laughs> we, we started going through this and i was like oh yeah we we gotta go back. and we keep talking about it It was like you know we find so many of these places that we like and we go every time like i i have to keep spreading out and trying yeah. all these other places that i never get to so it's hard because as much as i want to go back so but it is as much as i want to go back here um on our next trip we're going to try a couple new places again places we haven't been yeah. so Got all lots. right so
1: now we've eaten let's go throw a it up belly.
0: Yeah, let's go right. throw it up. <laughs> let's go,
1: which let's let's go upside down. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so uh,
0: and that's that's full where we full of ribs.
1: So uh, you know, the first attraction we're going to talk about this uh, in this episode is the rock and roll coaster starring Aerosmith. Um, I Ooh. love this ride, and and you know when we started the podcast, I said it was the one thing at Disney that I've never done. And it was just because I and never you finally had, have, yeah. I never had the opportunity. It's not that I was scared of it or anything. I just never had the the right opportunity. Something always came up or whatever. I love it. I, I, I'm a yeah. thrills guy. This the going upside down is is one of the biggest thrills. Um, between that and terror of Terror, I think those are the two biggest thrills that uh, that that uh, well, Disney World has. Everest going backwards yeah. is pretty good, but
0: uh, and that drop at Everest that's it's pretty close. It's a pretty close third, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's
1: you know. Hollywood Studios having two of the top 3 or 4 uh is mm-hmm. definitely uh good for the park but Aerosmith uh, you know that rock and roller coaster is just it's a great combination of of good music one and then a, in a roller coaster uh I mean who doesn't love Aerosmith so uh heard, Disney did it one time or else they would not have dedicated a ride to them. <laughs> so there's been issues yeah. since
0: but uh they they've stuck the, the name to, with the ride so uh, i'm just curious how long that stays rock and roller with aerosmith yeah because rock and roller coaster with aerosmith is no longer at paris disney park yeah and we'll see
1: now so, that now that uh, see, yeah. galaxy's edge is open you get toy store land open and written and doing well um we'll see if they end up refurbishing that one in the near future after yeah. covid settles down and and they've got some money to spend But it's possible it's possible you know, if you've never been Rock and Roller Coaster, it's it's a phenomenal roller coaster, and that's what it is. Um, and it starts in the with the queue, uh, to be honest. And mm-hmm. the way this r- ride was designed, it's you are speeding through Hollywood, and you're going through all the different landmarks while you're on the ride. Um, you basically you're in a limousine trying to catch Aerosmith's concert. And I mean, you're you're just you're flying around. Um, you're in a super-stretched limo with 125 speakers, 24 subwoofers, and 32,000 watt audio system on, on this uh, train, basically. And one of the coolest things about these trains is each vehicle blasts a different song, including "Walk mm-hmm. This Way," "Dude Looks Like a Lady," "Sweet Emotions," "Back in the Saddle." And then they changed the classic "Love in an Elevator" <laughs> to it was rewritten as "Love in <laughs> a Roller Coaster" just for this yeah. attraction. So, I think that's cool. Um, like I said, I'm a huge Aerosmith fan. I, you know, grew up with them, and then of course they were in all the f- best movies of the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, but when it, when you're going through the queue, you basically start off as you're walking into a recording studio. Mm-hmm. And then you got movie poster, not movie posters, iconic uh, music posters with uh, CD covers or concert posters on the walls. There's a couple hidden Mickey's in there, so keep a lookout for those. Then you walk through, which looks like a recording booth where the band was recording a song. They've since taken that away. Um, be interested to see if they do, you know, what they do with that if they do anything. But um, and then you go into the back alley of a city where you hop into your limo after that like i said you're flying in the dark it is inside the ride is completely inside you're flying through the dark uh you're passing all these neon signs that you will recognize from hollywood um the hollywood sign yeah the the hollywood sign rodeo drive Palm trees (laughs) yeah everything is neon so you can see it it's not like space mountain where you're completely in the dark um, you've got it's the, pretty
0: dark, but yeah, yeah,
1: it's pretty dark. Um, you've got the music blaring in your ears, not blaring, but playing in, the, in, in your ears. Um, you got a loop in there, and then uh, at the end, you've made it to the concert. And I mean, it's it's just a cool theme for a roller coaster because yes. you don't have a whole lot of roller coasters with themes to it. Um, but you know, this one is is completely different. you has got to be 48 inches tall to ride it. Once you get to the gift shop. Uh, if you buy anything in the gift shop, look down at the counter and you will see a hidden Mickey made at of guitar picks, which I think is extremely cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's the only property, only ride on Disney property currently that goes upside down. Um, which I'm surprised by. I would thought they might have had a couple more just seeing the s- success Universal has with it. But I also know that it's Disney. They're trying to make sure that everybody can ride most of their things. Uh, yeah. But I think you got to, you got to start tailoring your, your things specifically to those looking for a little bit of a thrill. So,
0: yeah, I, think, is I think that's what Tower of Terror came in and yeah, Tron, cause it's got a completely different, um, kind of seating system that's on it. And, yeah. um, I'm curious to see how well guardians does too, because the whole seats move yes. and all that kind of stuff. That'll be interesting too. Yeah. But
1: I, I love, uh, rock and roller coaster. Um, I mean, I, I personally, just because it goes upside down, I still don't think it's one of those that young kids cannot ride. I have seen young kids on it. My daughter cannot wait mm-hmm. to get on it. Um, you know, 48 inches is not that tall. So uh, it, it is a thrill ride. It does have some big drops. It is kind of loud in there. But I, I think it is one of those that once they're tall enough,
0: as long as they're okay going upside down, it's, it's something everybody needs to ride. Yeah. My niece, um, when we went a couple years ago with all of them, uh, was six and she kept saying she wanted to go. She wanted to go. She's never been on a roller coaster at all. She'd never even been to six flags and been on a roller coaster. Right. Okay. So she kept saying she wanted to go with us. Um, uh, you know, we told her it was fast. We told her it went upside down. It was kind of dark. She was all about it. We're like, all right, we'll let her go through the line with us. And as soon as she sees, you know, the high powered launch that it does, um, you know, as you're, you're almost to the the boarding area, we're like, she'll be wanting, she'll want to go out. She'll just go out and wait. And uh, she saw it take off and she's like, are we going to do that? Like, you still want to go? She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we rode and we thought for sure when we got out, my mom and I were were back in the back part of the group and uh, we were back there laughing like she's probably up there screaming her head off. She was. (laughs) And as soon as we pulled up and the, the head restraints came off, she was standing on the side going, can we do it again? (laughs) that was her first roller coaster ever and she did every roller coaster there and now she wants to do every roller coaster everywhere she goes cool so yeah she loved 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 it
1: i did forget to mention you talked about that that start off um so it's one of those it doesn't gradually take off nope you you buckle up and it's like you're you're you're, you're spinning tires in your limo as you get out of there um i can't remember how fast it goes it's it's not as fast as test track i don't believe but uh it it shoots you off a Pretty good speed, and I mentioned that there was one loop. There's actually two loops and a corkscrew that you go mm-hmm. through on the uh, on the ride, and it is one that uh, has, of course, the um, memory maker photo, the ride attraction photo that you've got to check out when you get off because it is one of those that has the frame on it that we were talking about last episode. That's a pretty good keepsake.
0: Yeah, and please watch your hand gestures when you're <laughs> um, doing the launch. Don't your photo don't won't show re- up. Yeah, if you do rude hand gestures, even accidentally, they'll delete your photo. Yeah. The top speed on that one at the launch is fifty-seven miles per hour, so it's a little yeah. bit slower than test track. Yeah, I was going to say test track uh, but is. But other 60. than that, yeah, other than that, it's going to be one of the fastest rides in the, in Disney. Oh. It's very, it's fun. It's a, it's a great ride. It is They've fun. Done a really good job with it.
1: And I, and I know a lot of people think, you know, well, it's in the dark. What can you really see or whatever? This is one of those that being in the dark really adds to it. You know, we, we talk yeah, because there's space mountain. black lights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's black lights with those signs and they glow that bright light. So it's, it's dark, but it's black light and bright. Yeah. Kind of it's, we,
1: we talk about space it, mountain, it's it. dark and you can't really see yeah. anything in there. So you're, you're not really going as fast as you think you're still going at a pretty good speed, but you're not going as fast as you think uh, this one, you feel the speed because you can see how fast you're going through it. Mm-hmm. And again, I, mean, I think the
0: darkness really adds to the attraction. And like you like we said it's not pitch black pitch black you can see more in there than you can some places but it is dark. Yeah. And it's you're supposed to be outside at night going to a concert running yeah. through the streets of Hollywood. And you and you're running late so you got to
1: halt hail to get there. So yeah, Exactly. Got to move, got to move. It's funny though last Great time attraction. I wrote it we got off and um you know the whole thing is based around Aerosmith but we got off the ride we walked out and they're playing Bon Jovi.
0: There's a whole like rock loop that plays out there in the courtyard. You're like, what? This isn't the same thing. I can get on board with that. Yeah, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, it's still fun. Yes, it is. All right. So let's talk about our next attraction. We're gonna go from one of the biggest thrills at Disney World and Hollywood Studios. We're gonna go over to Animal Kingdom to one of the mildest rides. (laughs) Oh, but it, it is wild. It is wild in a completely different way. And I'm of course talking about Kilimanjaro safaris. So people are like, this is one of your top 10. It is. I, oh, I, I am an animal one. lover. Yeah. I love, this I'm one. an animal lover. I love to go see the animals. So um, Kilimanjaro safari is the one ride towards the back of the park. It's in Africa. If you haven't done this yet, it you ride through on basically a big Jeep bus right? So there's a giant Jeep, it's gas powered Jeeps. They're free driving. The, you know, the driver of your Jeep is actually driving your Jeep. They're not on a track. Um, they follow a path, but they're not on a track. Uh, and there's, you know, several rows and you can sit in there and you can go through the Savannah and the portions of the African jungle and see the animals. And it, it, it's one of those. I actually usually do twice a day. Um, we try to do one early in the morning. Because a lot of times you'll see certain animals wake up in the morning and they become pretty active in the morning. So as you go through, you might see different animals in the morning than if you go through in the afternoon or sometimes in the afternoon as it gets really hot. Um, some of the animals are all be laying down and sleeping, but you might see more of them out than you did the first time. So as an animal lover, I love to go see them. Um It's it's a lot about the Jeep. Um, I don't know what they call him, skipper, navigator, your safari guide. I, um, I think it's just your, uh, your, your your safari guide. Your safari guide. As they're, as they're driving your Jeep through, they're pointing out some of the different animals around and seeing where they are. So they get used to seeing which animals are out, you know, because they make that loop over and over and over like we used to do at the Jungle Cruise. Um, you know, so you see the different critters and creatures that are out there during the day and they know who to look out for and where to kind of spot where they, they tend to hide and hang out and things like that to, to let you know. But it, it's a great attraction. There is no height restriction on this, so everybody can go. Um, it is a free roaming Jeep, so it can get a little bumpy at times, a little bumpy, a little jerky, but, um, other than that, I mean, it's, it's just like riding in a big bus. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, the storylines change a little bit since it's open. But as you go through the queue, once you go in, you really feel like you've gone into, uh, you know, the African safari there's, as you go through the queue, there's a lot of different videos that talk about the animals and some of the creatures that are out there and some of the things they're doing to try and preserve um, the wildlife and the habitat for them. And there are signs that teach you like the African names of different animals that you'll see on the safari. So that's kind of cool. It's got a little bit of an educational kind of aspect to it. And then you board your Jeep and you get to go and ride through the savannas. And it, even though it's the same path every time it can be a very different experience. So several times we've gone through the main savanna, and the Jeeps have had to stop because a giraffe has just decided to either stand right in the middle of the walkway where the or the, the roadway where the Jeeps go or they'll just meander, you know, slowly along the driveway right in front of the Jeeps as, as they feel. And or they Rhino. like, yeah, the rhinos have done that too. Yeah, standing there in in like three of them will, the pot of rhinos will just kind of stand mm. in the middle of the road. And they don't move and, as fast
1: as the giraffes.
0: <laughs> no, they don't. And, uh, but they don't like honk at them. They don't try to get them to move. They don't, you know, they don't do anything like that to get them to move out of the way. Just kind of everything stops and you wait. Um, and sometimes when you're there, like some of the animals get really close. Like when we, we saw the rhinos that time and they we were stopped for the rhinos. I, if, if you didn't have the little doorway and the little ledge on the side where you step in and out, I probably could have reached down and touched the rhino as it went by. I mean, they were like right there. So it, it's really kind of a cool experience and it's, it can really be different every time and the animals you see and what's out there. And I, I love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is, it really does feel like you are out of Savannah. Um, because you, you mentioned the, you know, kind of bumpy roads Well, those are by design one, because some of those, uh, bumps are to keep the animals from crossing over in other into, uh, different areas of the, the safari. Um, and then two, it's, you know, you're supposed to be on a dirt trail going through the Savannah. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's by design. Um, it's not too bumpy, though. You can still get good pictures. Uh, yeah. they, they give you plenty of opportunities to see the animals because, like you said, they're on the loop. They're going by that same spot every 15, 20 minutes, so they know mm-hmm. where the animals were, come and go. The giraffes, I think, move about more than any other animal I see on that safari, so you you never know where a giraffe is. It's like it's not there, and the next thing you know, it's coming down a hill, and it's right next to you. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's they're really cool because they're so camouflaged and you wouldn't think that because you're in the middle of Florida, but they're so camouflaged. They're so hard to see sometimes.
0: But Especially when they, they kind of walk through the tree area there. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah. They're like, what? But you get some of the best pictures mm-hmm. of those giraffes while they're out walking around on those Hills. Um, they have a couple different species of Rhino. They do keep the lions, the alligators. Uh, I think it's the black Rhino. They do keep those kind of up, you know, away. So, uh, of course, nobody's going to get injured one and they, they are kind of hard to see. You got to be on the right side of the uh, yeah. Jeep to to get those really good pictures. But you everybody does get an opportunity to see them.
0: Uh, yeah, that's my only real complaint about the attraction is that the elephants are the way the elephants have been placed. They're at a really good distance. Yeah. Most of the time you don't get real close to the elephants, which I don't know if there was a specific reason for that. Um, I, I know a lot really... of times you go to zoos and things, you get a lot closer to the elephants yeah. than you do here. I, I so, want to say it probably has something to do with elephants just being really territorial,
1: and these yeah. not necessarily being in a real enclosure. Um, there's no real fences. I mean, they can cross over. They can't come up to the road, but they could go in those you know lakes and or not lakes, the little ponds and things. And yeah, that, you
0: know. the elephants are definitely have their own area. Yeah. They don't don't come out with everybody else. But
1: I I will say this is not particular with the uh, safari. But if you get a chance to take the Wilderness Express back to um, Rafiki's Planet Watch, you get a real good idea of how big these enclosures are for some of these animals and the elephant one especially. Um, Yeah, you get a little bit of behind the scenes view on some of those. It's a massive area that they have just to themselves, which they need. Uh, but the elephants are so majestic. I, I love seeing the elephants, especially when they're out. The male is usually you know all by himself. Um, but then the females and the baby when the babies are out there. Uh, you get really good pictures of them when they when they're up close to the the water.
0: They've had a couple of young ones recently too. they have too. they have. and a couple of young hippos have been out there too.
1: yeah new, and, and new babies. Y- you mentioned um, doing you know you you guys do the safari twice. Um, I like to do it twice. I like to do it once super early in the morning, right when the park opens. Mm-hmm. And then again, right before it gets dark, that's usually when the lions are most active. And, yep. um, just to see the male line up there roaring or, or yawning, getting his mouth open, you can see his teeth.
0: Yep. It is, walking around. <laughs> yeah.
1: It is such a wonderful sight. Um, because that's just something you just don't see very often when you're at a zoo, yep you don't get that kind of view. Um, Usually when they're at the zoo, they're just laying around being, you know, being lazy, which is what lions typically do, especially the male. But uh, at night when you're on the safari, it's just kind of different.
0: Yeah, we actually have a really nice zoo here um, in Chicago, the Brookfield Zoo, and uh, they have two male lions that are brothers that are in the same enclosure. Mm -hmm. So I've got some really good pictures of them. There's a couple of glass viewing walls Um, and a lot of times they'll be active um so they're they're usually up roaming around and you know playing and things it's kind of fun um, Yes. yeah there's two pretty good sized males that are actual brothers from the same uh from the same pride and they uh they're active so it's kind of good to see yeah,
1: yeah and we also uh one of our episodes we talked about a lot of the different tours that you can do and mm-hmm. you can do some of the backstage tours uh here at the safari and mm-hmm. um, it's roaming with the giants where you're up close to with the elephants and rhinos and um, cannot remember what the other one is, but um, yeah, it's a wonderful opportunity. You can do uh, private events back there on the safari. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it is the main reason why I feel like Killman uh, animal kingdom was just was,
0: was built. Um, yeah. It's one of the biggest parts of the park. People don't yeah. realize how large that area is. Um, and it's, it's one of the largest land areas of the park. Yeah, it's That's great. It is a really good attraction. And you just, you don't think of
1: it as attraction because you're just sitting around going through a live action jungle cruise basically is what it is. And yeah, yeah. I, I do kind of miss the, you know, where you're trying to chase off the poachers, but, um, you know, you don't, it's, it wasn't a big storyline to the attraction. Um, it was just kind of like, you know, why are you on the reserve? But, um, uh, you don't miss anything with that being gone.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was so what Brian's talking about. If you did this uh, attraction years ago, there was a whole storyline where um, there was a baby elephant uh, that was poachers were in the reserve and they were trying to steal the mama and the baby elephant got separated. And so we were all trying to help head off the poachers and save mama and baby. And um, so the storyline has changed a little bit. Um, They took out the little baby, elephant in the jeep towards the end um but you don't you don't know it's really about the animals and they talk a lot about conservation and helping them out yes without having that little storyline and they've actually added a few new um animals to the exhibit so they recently added uh, a whole african goat section which is kind of cool so you go through and see them stand on the roofs the little hut and the jeep that they put in there for them it's kind of neat little little spot
1: it's, it's amazing how many different animal species they have in there. And that's, it's, it's kind of a small little area, but, uh, I mean, you've got cheetahs, you've got rhinos, you've got, um, elephants, you've got giraffe, you've got gazelle, you've got, um, Ostriches, bonte, bonte box, ostriches, uh, goats, um, the longhorned African, uh, cattle hyenas, uh, mm-hmm. there's a whole the lot and, and they, yeah, in there and they combine a lot of the different species, just like it was in a regular Savannah. So, mm-hmm. um, it's just really cool, and it's something, like I said, everybody can do. It may be your child's first time ever seeing a lion or a giraffe or, you know, uh, uh, an elephant. So, um, you know, if you're going to do it the first time, you might as well do it at Disney. Exactly. It's, it's a great experience. Yeah. It is. Well, that brings us to our miscellaneous item for the week. And, you know, we talk a lot about. Opportunities to take, take a rest or try something different, do something new. Um, you can combine that with a lot of with, with this next option because a lot of people overlook this and just don't take advantage of, of the opportunity. But uh, there are many different boat transportation options at the Walt Disney World Resort. And, you know, a lot of people think it's just they don't go fast enough for me. I got to get there. I got to go. And, you know, a lot of times we make the joke that you – you know, rush to wait at Disney. You know, you got to run, run, run just to go stand in line. Yep. Uh, you know, take a break, slow down. The rides are going to be there. The attractions aren't going to change. Um, and, and enjoy some of these, maybe, you know, the boat transportations. And you can do it at uh, Seven Seas Lagoons, where um, it's the... Which that's the lagoon in front of the Magic Kingdom. Yes. So you can take it from the Polynesian, uh, the Grand Floridian, and Wilderness Lodge. And the Ticket Transportation Center yeah, and the Ticket Transportation Station um, and take that to Magic Kingdom versus going the monorail, the bus. Um, It's a wonderful, you know, short little 10 minute boat ride. Um, Sometimes that monorail gets super, super long. Just that line just waiting to uh, leave the park. Yeah. And the the ferries aren't. So, you know, that might be a little. The ferries hold a
0: lot of people, those big double decker ferries. Yeah.
1: So, uh, that's an opportunity. And, and even still, like I said, you know, with the wilderness lodge cafe, if you just want to, um, take a break, leave the park for a little while, just take the ferry back and forth across seven seas lagoon and then go back into the park. I mean, that's a 20, 30 minute wait, uh, or 20 minute, 30 minute break, uh, plus the wait, which is covered. So you're not standing out in the sun. Um, And then if you're over at Disney's Hollywood Studios or Epcot, you have the watercraft service, uh, the friendship boats that will take you to Disney's Boardwalk, uh, Beach Club, Yacht Clubs, and the Swan Dolphin or take you straight from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. And again, you 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 don't have to get on the Skyliner. You don't have to take the buses. There's a walking path that the boats pretty much go along with. Um, Or you can take it, like we mentioned in our Epcot series, you can just take it across from Epcot from one part of uh, World Showcase. Yes. <laughs> we just did a whole series on it. Uh, one, one side of World Showcase to the other. And the boats, all these boats run every 15 to 30 minutes. So it's not like you're waiting super long to, to get on. them. I and like you said, Alan, they do hold a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. You can sit outside. You can sit inside. Uh, it's up to you, whichever way you want to sit on these boats. Uh, and not currently running at the moment, but... But normal times with, with no COVID, like you said, they do run from Port Orleans, Riverside and Port Orleans, French Quarter to Disney Springs. And they also go by uh, Saratoga Springs and Old Key West.
0: hmm. Yep. So uh, lots of completely different kinds of boats. Those are like pontoon kind yeah. of boats like there's different kinds. So you have like the giant ferry boats at the Magic Kingdom and then you have um smaller vessels that go to the resorts and then you have those friendship boats and then you have these pontoon style boats or so many different kinds of things there's actually some of the resort boats um that do the resorts around the magic kingdom i you've probably seen them out there never ridden them they just remind me of the boat from willy wonka because there's kind of that like front point that kind of comes up and the little flaps the Mm -hmm. like teeth marks on the flaps come down um but it's not a scary ride like willy wonka um But you're right. One of the greatest things you can do if you just need a break and you want to catch a breeze, just go out and take one of the resort boats and just take the whole loop. You can literally go out, um, out the Magic Kingdom, get on the resort boat, and sometimes it'll go like uh, Grand Floridian and then Polynesian and then back to the Magic Kingdom. And it's like 15, 20 minutes. Um, You could get on the one that goes over to the Wilderness Lodge. You can go over there, get a cocktail or whatever, and then just take the boat back or get a Mm -hmm. snack um you just take the boat over and back and not get off they don't care sometimes yeah um it, it's just it's a it's all transportation is free at Disney World um and it's just a nice little relaxing trip especially in the evening so uh, not gonna lie <laughs> when I used to live down there um that that was kind of a date night for us so we <laughs> used to go at first date for my other half and I, we actually had our first date at the wilderness lodge. We met and had drinks and then we went and took the boat ride just to go for a boat ride at night. Cause why not? We sat there with other guests in the back and talked and enjoyed the moonlight on the water as we just cruised around the lagoon and we went back and had another cocktail and finished our date. So, um, you know, and all it really cost was a couple of beverages. That yeah. was it. It was great. It was so a lot of really cool things you can do. Yeah. And, and so we
1: didn't I've uh, I uh, forgot to mention the one in Magic Kingdom, the uh, riverboat over by Tom mm-hmm. Sawyer's Island in, in Frontierland. Um, you and know, the that, Tom Sawyer's Island rafts. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got those options in the park. And then if you just, again, want a rest day, you can take one of the fishing excursions. I mean, you're in Florida. One of the best things about Florida is there's a boat just about every everywhere. five <laughs> minutes from you. Um, yep. So you can take one of the fishing excursions. You can rent a paddle boat at some of the resorts. You can, if you're at the Polynesian, like we said last week, you can get one of the kayaks, uh, canoes, and, and go out. Uh, there's so many different sprites, options. Yes. little water sprites, yes. little speedboat things. Uh, I mean, there's so many different options to do. Um, and, and so I just so wanted haven't... to mention the boats because
0: you see them everywhere, but you don't necessarily yeah. see them full of people. Yeah. And they have over at Disney Springs. This one's not free. This one's kind of an attraction, but over at Disney Springs, no, those are so they cool. have the amphibicars. cars. Yeah. So it's these old cars that you like drive on land, but they turn into a boat. So there are captains that will drive and they'll take two or three people at a time and they put you in these little convertible cars on land. You get on the land and they drive into the water and they make a big loop out around Disney Springs and bring you back in, drive back up on land to let you out. So yeah. That one, you have to pay. It's a, a private little tour that you do. But um, it's, really it's not cool. really transportation. It's an attraction. But yeah, even if you don't do it, if you just go see the little cars when they drive them back up, there's a turntable. So there's like a big manual turntable. They park them. They let everybody out and then they like release the brake and spin the car around. So it's pointing back towards the water again. And it's a fun little thing to do. They do not look like they would float. <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't. But they do. They do not. Yep. No. See, them cruising around out there in the water by yeah. Disney Springs.
1: So again, take advantage of the miscellaneous magic that the boats provide because they do provide a little bit of a rest. Um, and then sometimes you can get to your destination a little faster by taking
0: them. Mm-hmm. That's something different and fun. Yep. Not? yep. Wow. So many good things again, this episode, great choices. Yeah. But, uh, before we run too long, that's, uh, going to finish up our five choices for this week. So let's talk about the little bit of Disney news we have again this week. Got a yeah. few new things going.
1: We, we so there's several new and positive things going, but you know we, we've talked about elephants a lot on this episode. Let's go ahead and talk about the elephant that's in the room at Walt Disney <laughs> World right now, and that is the th- you know not just Disney but Universal as well. Mask mandates have returned according to the CDC guidelines that they recommend that you wear a mask inside Disney and Universal has. Continue to follow along with that policy, which we, we figured they would once the announcement yeah. was made. Um, yeah. This does mean once you enter the queue for an attraction, even if the line is outside, you will need to put your mask on. Uh, anytime, basically, you're in line for an attraction. You, you, or on an attraction. Yeah, yeah, or on an attraction. You got to have your
0: mask on. Um, or shopping or yes. in like in the, the resorts and things. Yeah, now.
1: if you are inside, you do need to wear your mask. Um, of course, you can take it off once you can you know, you're sitting down to eat or drink, but, um, if you're up, walking and once you around, go back outside. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's sad that we're, they're going back to this. Um, but it is in the health and safety of everybody. Um, whether you believe in the mask working or not, um, you know, some people it, it's, it, it could matter to them. So, um, I will wear mine if we're required to in October when we go, um, cause it's just while we're walking around inside, it's, it's not going to alter my vacation any, um, you know, we're still looking forward to going, they're not changing anything else. Uh, you know, they're not taking away things. If not, if they're giving more things to us, they're yeah, just more
0: and more is coming back. Right? Yeah. They're just asking so that you put the keep mask that in on. Mind. Yeah. And like, <sighs> I get, look, nobody enjoys wearing a mask, right? No. Nobody enjoys it. Nobody's like, hey, I'm get, you know, so happy to get another mask on and let's go to this, right? Nobody yeah. wants to. I get it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. No. They're they're not making you do it all the time like it was when they reopened. I almost don't foresee them doing that. I I, I personally don't think it'll get any worse than inside again. Yeah. It's just my opinion. I don't know. We don't have any insight. So please don't, you know, scream at us if it changes. But um, my opinion is I, I don't think it'll get any worse than this. It's only when you're inside or in an attraction or in a resort, etc. Um, you know, and if that's the worst thing, it is. Um, the one thing I do want to say is be aware of this before you go and plan for it. Yes. And if this means that you don't want to go, don't go. Um, just be be courteous of others. You know, whether you like it or don't like it or agree with it or don't agree with it, it's policy. And the people that are there to enforce that policy don't make enough to argue with you about CDC policy. Um, you know, and, and it's not worth ruining your trip or somebody else's yeah. Yeah, I mean, over just a did, face like, mask. Yeah, you know, like, don't don't ruin my vacation
1: or a moment of my vacation because you don't want to follow guidelines. Right. Um, the right. people they're asking to put their mask, put your mask on, they didn't make up the rules. They're just there
0: trying to make exactly. exactly. Thank you. And you are a guest at Disney yeah, World. That's true. So if you come into my house and I ask you to put on a mask, I would hope you would do the same thing. Right? I, I yeah. wouldn't, but, you know, just saying in general. Just yeah. keep that in mind. Let's, let's be nice to each other. And nobody likes it. We off. all get it. You're going to take your shoes off. Exactly. So you're not, you're not it's, coming it's, in. <laughs> you're a guest in somebody else's place. You you're paying to be yeah. there, but you are a guest. They do yeah. have the right to refuse service. So And again, I mean, this
1: is this is the only it's sad. Sag in the, the world. No, this is the only sad. like saying if anything, Disney is actually giving us more uh lately. Every every episode we talk about this is coming back, this is coming back. More this is coming, coming back. back. More is coming I'm back. I'm so excited about this next thing that was announced that that is now back. It's one of your favorites.
0: It is. It's one of your favorites. <laughs> the Beaches and Cream Counter. Um, the to-go window is now open for dessert to-go. Brian yes. loves Beaches and Cream. It's the ice cream parlor over at the beach resort. Yeah. Yeah, and Beach Club. And Brian loves it. He goes to get the kitchen sink. Uh, and so now they have the to-go window is open again. It was only indoor dining, and it's not a huge little restaurant. No. Um, so it's not always that easy to get in. So now the window is open, so you can go and get your dessert to-go again. Yep. Get your get your
1: ice cream, your sundae, and go walk around the, the uh Epcot go Resort sit by Loop. the pool.
0: Go sit on the beach over there by the yeah. water. Well,
1: see, I feel games. like I got. If I'm taking in a thousand
0: calories of ice cream at a time, I got to go walk it off, <laughs> or at least attempt to well, walk it off. You can <laughs> go sit and eat, and then you can go walk it off. <laughs> but you know, how many miles do we walk a day at Disney World? I, you've probably walked it off. Yeah, I'm, I'll give you the ice cream at Disney. Yeah, World.
1: yeah. they do have we'll you know movies mm-hmm. under the stars at, uh, at either uh, Boardwalk or Beach Club. That Perfect you can go place and, to go get yeah. an ice
0: cream and go watch so. a movie. So love beaches and cream counter window. Yeah. You'd like that one. Yeah.
1: So another thing, um, I know I got, I have personally have several clients getting ready to go. And some of them are probably listening Ooh. to this. They have now put out the hours for the parks, um, through mid October. So park hours are available. I am working on itineraries as we speak. Uh, I'm going to get those out this week to my clients that are going in October. Uh, I was waiting for the hours to be <laughs> announced because I didn't want to change anything. Um, but you know, it's, now people can kind of go and start planning their days. It's hard to plan for your park passes and things when you just don't know when re- uh, the parks are going to be open yeah. and which ones are going to be open late. Um, and, and that's the one thing I will say about the park reservation system is it's, I wish they'd put those hours out a little sooner so you can have a better idea what you guys want to do. Um, but we're still about 60 days out for some of this, so uh, it's not too late, especially with the, the availability of the park hours
0: for October right now. Yep. Yeah. And that kind of goes into one of the other ones we're going to talk about here in a minute, too. But yeah, good to see. We've got some more hours published. Um, another one a lot of people are waiting to find out about. I've been waiting to find out about still kind of teasing information out <laughs> I was going to gonna say, we've had a little bit, but we need more. Like, yeah. The, so th- this was supposed to be open to us already, and it's not yet. So uh, new details have come out about the Galactic Star Cruiser Resort. So the Imagineers have kind of come out, they've put this little teaser video together where they're talking a little bit about some more of the fun and exciting things you can expect when you stay at Disney's Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon. Um, so if you're not familiar with this, if you've been under a rock, haven't heard <laughs> us talk about it yet, if you have been hiding? Um, so the Galactic Star Cruiser is a resort coming to Walt Disney world. They have said spring of 2022. This is going to open. So they're saying spring of 2022. We say they're teasing it out too, because we were told it was already supposed to be open to book to us, but it's still not not open to book yet. So don't call us yet. Yeah. We haven't heard. Um, We're hearing about as much as you guys are. So there's some interesting new details that have, have been released about some of the dining options and some of the entertainment options and things you're going to see and be able to do while you are on the Glasgow cruiser. Um, lots more information to come for this. So please stay tuned and check out that video if you're interested in it or let us know. Um, we'll happily put you on a waiting list of people to notify as soon as that uh, information becomes available for booking. Yeah. We'll, we'll we make all, sure you're I know several us. people. <laughs> we know several people that are waiting for this information. So yeah. Yeah, if you're one of those, reach out to us, let us know. We'll happily get you on the list of people to notify immediately. Yeah. So, which it's, it's it's glad, like, I'm
1: glad to see that they have not changed anything from their initial vision of what this resort was going to be, you know, COVID changed so many things. And when we were told that this was coming out, we envisioned it being an all inclusive experience, Um, kind of very similar to a cruise where Mm -hmm. characters are kind of roaming and just things are just going on all over the place. And you're not even sure what you're walking into. And they're that, still kind of saying that. So yeah. that's. Yes. I'm glad that hasn't changed.
0: Yep. That's very good.
1: So we mentioned park hours a little while ago. Um, if you guys haven't heard by now, Disney guests that are staying at deluxe resorts can now enjoy extended evening hours at each theme park. Um, and there's specific. Starting for, October 1st. Yeah. Starting, starting October 1st. 1st. Um, and there's specific tour to each park. Um, some are open a little bit later. some are open from the, you know the park closes at uh, nine, then the guests get to go in from 9 to 11, some are 10 to midnight. Um, so let's see so uh, Epcot is 10 to midnight, Magic Kingdom is 9 to 11. Um, so it's just those it's two parks that have been two. that have been announced yet. I'm surprised so for October. Hollywood, yes for October. I'm surprised Hollywood Studios is not available yet. Um, mm-hmm. We'll kind of see and these again these are date specific for those parks. I see this sticking around. I see this being a huge perk for staying at a, uh, at deluxe, a deluxe resort, mm-hmm. um, very similar to what Universal does with their their premier resorts, is you get the free express passes. Uh, Disney, I think, is trying to get more clients to stay at these deluxe resorts, which I personally don't have a problem staying at a deluxe resort without all the perks. Uh, keep giving yeah, me nice. more, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So. Uh, just something: if you've got a deluxe resort booked after October first, check with you know us, and or or just go and check on your um, on the Disney website and kind of see if you're available on one of those nights to take advantage of those extended hours.
0: Get the park, to yeah. Yourself. And starting the beginning of October, they they are bringing back the morning magic mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, uh, it's thirty minutes in the morning, but all parks for all resort guests. Yeah. So you can go to any park. As a, a resort guest, um, 30 minutes before the park opening.
1: Yeah. So the deluxe so,
0: resorts, the extended hours, that's going to be more like what
1: we talk about with the evening hours events. Um, certain some, resorts, certain yeah, parks, certain
0: hours. Certain where days. you're, you're going to feel like you're there by yourself. Yeah. Um, Two hours at Magic Kingdom with just deluxe resort guests. That's, that ought to be nice. Because even some of these deluxe resort guests, their kids still go to bed at nine, ten o'clock. So mm-hmm. it'd be yep. pretty nice. Yeah. I think that'd be great. A lot of great things you can get done in two hours. In Magic oh Garden, yeah. So very cool. And then lastly, we have a couple more, um, restaurants and things open. We're talking about Disney's bringing more and more back. So, uh, we did get that information that pizza Fari over at animal kingdom is going to be reopening. So this is pizza and Italian food. Uh, it's a, one of the larger restaurants over in animal kingdom and really popular with kids. So uh, good that that one's coming back, and then actually one of my favorite quick services. Um, I'm glad they're finally bringing back Columbia Harbor House at the Magic Kingdom. Um, That's it, for quick service. I don't know. It's just we really enjoy Columbia Harbor House. Yeah, um, you can get lobster rolls. They have like uh, chicken, shrimp, fish. Um, it. I don't know. It's kind of like a Long John Silver's meal for me. And I like that. So they have clam chowder. Things, yeah, yeah. It's it's a little better yeah. than that. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of my favorite Magic Kingdom quick service restaurants. So yeah. glad to see those two are coming back as well. So there's more coming back again, more yeah. reopening. I, I
1: personally think Disney needed to bring both of these back and kind of thought they needed to bring both of them back a little sooner because quick service options, especially Columbia Harbor House. Yeah. yeah, they're very, very hard to come by. And once they took away the, the mask, Um, I know that we just said they brought them back, but once they took away the mask, I'm surprised pizza safari was not open sooner yeah, because that was being used as a, uh, rest area where you can go in and take your mask off and and relax for a little while. Um, well, in Columbia Harbor house is being used
0: as extended queue for like Peter Pan. Pan. Yeah. so. So
1: that one was, that one I could see being a little later to come back, but now that they're opening up all the queues and everything for Peter Pan, um, or all the lines, then they don't necessarily need the Columbia Harbor House. So it's good that both of them are back because, like, when we noticed, that was the one complaint that we had was it was kind of hard to find something to eat at times. And yeah. now I don't think you have that problem anymore. Yeah, it's definitely getting
0: better. Yeah. So,
1: well, that is all the news that we have. For this week, uh, I know as soon as this episode drops, there will be several more things that we've got to discuss. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of what happened last time: is you know, as soon as we announced it's coming, uh, yeah, we we put the episode out. The mask mandate was returned, and it was kind of like, well, we'll save that for next yeah. time. But uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening. Feel free to comment with your own thoughts. Catch us next time as we continue this series inspired by the 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom. And we talk about five more of our favorite things at Walt Disney World, and we may actually try to have a guest on next week as well. So, and as you know, we are your mouse experts, and we're here to help you answer all your Disney and Universal destination questions and help you prepare for that next magical vacation wherever the destination may be. It could not be Disney or Universal; it could be something completely different. I am actually looking like a cruise. Yeah, Let's take a cruise. Yeah, a cruise. Um, i'm so ready for a cruise but i'm actually looking at (laughs) maybe going to graceland for a weekend so you know we've got little things like that we can getaways that we can help you guys with uh we're trip to new york
0: trip to chicago yeah
1: we're not disney and universal experts only trip to nashville oh yeah we got you
0: um
1: come to nashville join the millions of people that are coming to nashville every day So. (laughs) (laughs) so but if you enjoyed this show please share this episode with them um We absolutely love hearing from you guys. So uh, please, we're always looking to grow our audience. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Please leave us a comment or send us an email. Which uh, attraction on this list or or, or thing did we talk about this week that you absolutely love? Are you not a fan of? Um, Do you guys ride the boats? Uh, Let us know your thoughts and uh, leave us comments. We just reach out to us by one of our contact methods
0: in the show description. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we always like to end our episode with a quote. And so this week, uh, Eeyore came to mind for me. And Eeyore once said, a little consideration, a little thought for others, makes all the difference. And that That's true. It that's is. It's true. I- We're in tough times right now. Let's just remember to be kind to each other. Everybody yeah. just needs to take a breath and... We're gonna get through all this fun stuff. Yes, we are. As fun as it's not, we're gonna get through it.
1: You mentioned Eeyore, and you know it's funny, my dog is named Eli after Elias, uh, you know, Disney. And um sometimes I think he just walks around looking like Eeyore, though he's just got his big, you know, (laughs) head down, his floppy ears, and he's just got these big puppy dog eyes that he just walks around acting like he's so sad because he just wants somebody to play with him all the time. So every now and then he does have that Eeyore look to him, which is pretty
0: funny. But thanks uh, for noticing me. Yeah. (laughs) Will you throw
1: my ball for me, please? But yeah. Too fun. Yeah. So again, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Bye Bye, guys.